evening, the subject matter is, in our divine sonship, there can be no hurt. Because we hurt, we feel we have lack, we feel we don't have sufficient in something, and we focus a lot on that limitation. But when you operate in your divine sonship, there can be no hurt. And if we could just have this faith and trust the Holy Spirit. You see, God must be experienced within. Therefore, you have to commune within yourself. And your divine sonship is your true identity. So when you're operating from your true identity, there can be no hurt. Tonight, I'm looking for seven readers. Seven readers. That's a lot of readers. I'm looking for seven readers. So all of you who have a Bible, if you could grab your Bible, amen, amen, I would be so grateful. The reason why we have so much readers is because the subject matter is uh, this evening is dense. And I needed a lot of scriptures to support the hypothesis that we're making. So, the first is Matthew 7, verses 12 to 14. The second is Matthew 10, verses 32 to 34. The third is John 10, 28 to 30. The fourth is Isaiah 45, verses 1 to 3. The fifth is Isaiah 43, verses 4 to 7. The sixth is 1 Corinthians 6, verses 17 to 19. And the seventh is John 16, verses 5 to 7. I'm just going to do a little preamble into this evening's lesson. This evening's lesson is, is in our divine sonship. There can be no hurt. Now, I'm really taking you deep into the Word of God. Come with an open mind. Try not to juggle too much. Just try to understand. That, that's it. All I'm asking you is to try to understand if this thing makes sense so it doesn't make, you know, something it may not make sense to me, but uh, just, just try to understand. All right. In our divine sonship, there can be no hurt. Now, in the human scene, continues to unfold. The human scene, the human life, the human experiences, continue to unfold day by day. As it has throughout all the days of the past control it. Sun comes up, sun goes down. So the, con the human scene continues to unfold day by day as it has throughout all the past days. There is always the temptation to hope that things will be different tomorrow. But left to itself, one day will follow another as days always have. The human scene is a state 
of inertia. In essence, it's a state that continues being whatever it is now, usually along the same lines. Nothing will be different tomorrow from what it is today or from what it has been in the past until a new thought, a new process is brought into the picture. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there shall be that find it. The scripture go on to say, I came not to send peace but a sword. Up to now, what has been said is gentle and sweet and good tasting. Now comes the part that makes the belly bitter. The living of this truth. This demands sacrifice and great effort. It will not be too difficult for us to remember the truth that we are one with the Father. That's what, us, that's what the Word of God tells us. I and my Father are one. So that truth is, is not too difficult. Everybody can say it. Everybody will remember that. So it's not difficult for us to remember the truth that we are one with the Father. And we are one with all that the Father has. All that the Father has is ours. That's what the Word of God says. The difficulty comes in living it. And it is only in the living of it that it can be demonstrated. Declaring I and the Father are one or declaring your sonship will be of little help to you. Little help. We must assume our obligation as a son. Part of the responsibility entailing that relationship lies in our readiness and our willingness to stop seeking in the sense to stop our search for health, stop our search for supply and to rest in the conscious awareness of these as divine gifts already established within our being. Even though momentarily it's not visible outwardly, we must still rest in the conscious awareness of these divine gifts as already been established within our being. This means no longer voicing truth, but living the truth of our identity, being willing to be called upon. To heal, being willing to be called upon to feel the multitudes. Can we do it? We can if we realize that we of our own self cannot do it. But by virtue of our divine sonship we can. All that the Father have is mine. The gift of healing is yours. The identity of supply. The joy of sharing. And the joy of giving, the wisdom of not bearing resentment and anger and malice and jealousy. That wisdom comes from the Father. So tonight, let's go through the word of God. 
and then we will continue. First reader. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Here ends the reading of the word. Praise be to God. Next reader. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword, the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Here's God's reading. Amen. Praise be to God. Next reader. Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two leaf gates, and the gates shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass, and cut in sunder the bars of iron. I will give thee the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Praise be to God. Next reader. Since thou wast precious in my sight, Thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee, and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east, and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, Keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, ye have made him. The word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know we not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, 
which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Here ends the reading of the word. Praise be to God. Next reader. But now I am going back to the Father who sent me, and none of you ask me where I am going. You are very sad from hearing all of this, but I tell you that I'm going to do what is best for you. That is why I'm going away. The Holy Spirit cannot come to help you until I leave. But after I am gone, I will send the Spirit to you. The reading of the word. Praise be to God. Amen, amen, amen. Now, that all the Father has is mine. The gift of healing is ours. The infinite of supply, the joy of sharing. And the joy of giving, the wisdom of not bearing resentment, anger, malice, and jealousy. That is the living of this truth. Living so that when the world hurts, when the world hurdles, hurts at you, we do not give in and react to that hurt, but rather realize in my divine sonship, there can be no hurt. Hear me. Try and understand me. This is our problem. People do things and we react and we internalize it and get all upset. When the world throws hurts at you, do not give in and react to the hurt, but rather realize in my divine sonship there can be no hurt and whatever it is this all mortal selfful feels cannot disturb us now that was the prodigal son out there on the road and I have left them out there because now you're in your father's house you're no longer out there alone you're not alone you're not alone not any one of you are alone so whatever is aimed at a protocol is of no concern to you. Whatever is aimed at our Christhood, the Christ can absorb it. Just as the Christhood of Jesus absorbed the nails and the pain of the crucifixion and brought him to the resurrection. The personal identity of Jesus did not bring this about. His body could not, but his Christhood could. His Christhood could take everything that was levied at him. And then he could walk out of the tomb. It was Jesus Christhood that enabled him to do that. So with us. So with us. It is not your humanhood. It is not your prodigal sonship. And certainly not your human selfhood that could withstand trials and tribulations or that any hidden manner to be given. It is out of our Christhood that we can heal. It's out of our Christhood that we can feel the multitudes. It's out of our Christhood that we forgive 70 times 7. Your human aspect of you cannot do that. Do you not know 
that as a human being we cannot help with resenting injuries and that we cannot help hold these human emotions of envy, jealousy, malice in check. The human you cannot hold these emotions of envy, jealousy and malice in check. Each person is touched by some hurt, resentment, anger, frustration. We cannot have that in our humanhood, but in the Christhood of our being, we can accept and resolve it. If only we omit the word I, omit the word I, I cannot be hurt. That was not aimed at me. That is no part of my being. So let the Christhood of me absorb it. Do not know that if Jesus had not lived his Christhood on the cross, those nails would have killed him. Physically, Jesus cannot withstand such an experience, but his Christhood can. All the human wisdom we can gain will not heal anyone or free anyone, nor will it give us the priceless hidden manner to give out to the world. But through our recognition of our sonship, we can say, ask me for water, and I will give you water, the water of everlasting life. Come to me with your burdens, and I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I will give you comfort. Comfort out of what? What you have learned? Out of a book? No, no, no. Our, out of our divinity. Out of our Christhood. Out of our hidden manner. That is given to you as a child of God. Out of the meat that the world knows not of. That meat that you can carry around with you. That meat you can give to the world to eat. That bread, that wine, that water you can give, not out of your storehouse, out of your Christhood. Jesus was the living Christ. This is easy to put into words, but it's not easy to put into practice. It is not easy to acknowledge every moment of every day our divine sonship. The new dimensions so that we are called upon. When we are called upon, we do not respond with, I don't have any money. But we rather we say, I have hidden manner to share. I have meat that the world knows not of. I have waters to give you. Out of our Christhood, we can solve any problems that come to us out of your Christhood. When somebody asks you to pray for them, I want you to just call the presence of the living spirit upon them. Call the Christhood upon them. Because that is what will heal. That is what will suffice them. We of ourselves cannot give human comfort 
this is a word of wisdom to all those who are now or who are sometime may be called upon for spiritual self. We of ourselves cannot do give human comfort, but the Christhood in you, the Christ in you can. But always remember, it matters not what one with what your past experience may have been. It is not sufficient to warrant us in advising people about their personal affairs. So when anyone comes to you with problems concerning his home life, his business life, or his social life, be very careful that you say nothing except now let us meditate and bring the Christ to bear on the situation. Let us meditate and bring the Christ to bear on the situation. If we could just remember that, let us meditate, no matter what it looks like. Bring the Christ to bear on the situation. Our faith and reliance are always on the inner grace the hidden manner, the meat that the world knows not of, the inner living waters, not the visible wisdom. The Christ of you, the Spirit of the Father in you, is a peace. Be still to error of every nature. The Christhood of you is a peace. Be still to every storm but do not try to be so omnipotentially wise that you give advice it may be good advice but it will backfire someday to not do it we bring to bear our divine sonship and out of the hidden manner those who come to you for help will be directed, led, protected, and sustained. Remain steadfast in your Christhood. Bring the Christ to bear on any and every situation. You need not have no hesitancy in approaching any problem for anyone, no matter how great it may be. It may have to do with national or international affairs. It may have to do with the state of community affairs. What matters? Do not hesitate. There is nothing too big for you to deal with through your hidden manner, which is the Christhood of your being. Are you understanding me? But be sure you are dealing with it through your Christhood and not through your humanhood. Miracles will happen through the Christ of your being. But only trouble will come through giving human advice and human guidance. Never, never give advice and no, it's going contrary to what we may have done in the past, but this is a new dimension. I'm asking you, whatever the situation is, let the Christhood 
put the Christhood in it, the Christ of your being. Let the Christhood look after it. Remember your dimension now is the Christ. Your dimension is a stone cut out of the mountain without hands. The white stone whose name is Christ, the invisible. As you turn to it, you have no tangible evidence of help at hand. But you have an inner assurance and realization of a presence that goes before you. You have an inner awareness of tomorrow's manner, even though you cannot see it today. And you live by that inner grace. But have you the right to tell another person that he must live by the standards that you have achieved? Probably through the years and years of struggle and strive and seeking and searching. Oh no. Give him of your hidden manner, which is the Christ. And then let the Christ appear to him in the form of necessary for his unfoldment. Retire quietly and gently into the inner center of your being. And there realize the presence of divine grace. Acknowledging that henceforth you live not by struggle or by strive, but by the grace of your sonship. Your good is yours as a gift of God. Accept it as that. But while you are in the spirit, you are free. Silently, of course, to invite the whole world into to dine with you. Come, come all you that laden and heavy burden. Come to the spiritual feast. Let me share with you this divine grace as you in the spirit. You can invite all those who are heavy laden and burdened to come and join with you. And so they will share in that spiritual truth, in that spiritual goodness, in the presence of Christ that you feel at the moment. Let me share with you this divine grace that has come to me as a gift of God. Let me give you of the waters of life, the hidden spring, as you pray and feel the presence, invite all those who are heavy laden and burdened to join you. Let me give you of this hidden manna, this spiritual food and rest. Let me share with you this inner meat and let me give you what measures my peace I have found. My gentle, gentle peace, the peace that passes understanding, the peace that go before you to make the crooked places straight. Let the reign of God be with you, for his kingdom endure it forever. Withdraw your gaze from the outer realm and in the silence of your being realize that you are home in God and no more do you look outside into the prodigal experience for your good. Do the work the Father gives you to do every moment, whatever its name or nature, knowing that as you do it to the utmost of your presence ability 
it fits you for more and always higher. Work in his service. You are no longer man whose breath is in his nostrils. You have no needs. You have no desires. Now you have the realization of fulfillment since you now know and have discovered your inner eye. Now you know what it is that has come that you might be fulfilled. It is the eye that you have found yourself to be when you knew that you were not your body, but that your body was yours. Now you know that I is come that you might be fulfilled. Henceforth you draw upon that I, that you are henceforth, you draw upon the kingdom of God within. For your good. And even while using the mode and the means of the outer world, you acknowledge that your good flows from within. You, you have to use the, 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 the things outside of you, yes, but know that it comes from within through that mechanism. Perhaps tomorrow you might have to make excuses for not being a pill. Perhaps tomorrow you might have to admit that you are in pain. But within yourself, you will still realize that this divine sonship is your assurance of peace. This divine sonship is your assurance of freedom. It's your assurance of power and dominion. As long as you steadfastly hold to this inner integrity, as long as you live as though you were the Christ, the outer picture will soon begin to conform to your inner awareness, to the pattern sowed to thee in the moment. This pattern that has revealed to you in the higher consciousness will be made evident and visible to you when you return to the valley. That which was whispered in your ear will be revealed to all the world. If you can accept your true identity and live in that awareness, you can welcome the whole world to come to you for comfort, for substance, for supply, for guidance, for healing, for reformation. Christhood welcomed the entire world without limitation, knowing that even though you of yourself can do nothing, because of your Christhood, all the gifts of the Father are yours to be stored without judgment, without price. Show forth by your demonstration that you have received a new name. Divine Sonship, joined here with Christ in God, no longer man whose breath is in his nostrils, no longer womb of the dust, no longer a beggar seeking health and wealth. Always listen for the inner voice within you, and you will hear it say, All that I have is thine. Fear not, for I am with thee. Only say unto the children of men that they must return to the Father's house. They will not find freedom outside, or peace, nor peace of mind, or peace of the soul, or peace of the body. Peace is to be found only in the inner kingdom by resting in divine sonship. 
the kingdom of God is within you. But do not go around mouthing these words. How many times we said, God cannot be known. That God must be experienced. You have to go within. God must be experienced. There is a presence in you. There is a spirit in you. Learn to abide with it. Get acquainted now with thyself, with that inner peace. I will give you rest and peace and strength. I will pause there for today. I feel you're getting a little saturated. And uh, we will follow up next week. Amen, amen, amen.